England. England after so many years. No more hot, stifling nights. No more blinding sun. No more lonely evenings, rereading old copies of The Times. Just England. On a June day, with a grey sky and a biting wind. England with a nice girl by a log fire. Settling down, putting my feet up. Living the easy life. Derby result. Late edition. Winning a fortune on the Derby, maybe. Oh, um, excuse me. Derby result. Uh, have one, please. There you go, sir. Mm. Oh. Back to winner. At third, but still. Nice little payout from the club sweep. Oh. Put much on her. Uh, sorry, I'll have to go on this. Ah, your mistake, sir. Boat Express doesn't stop here. I would have just been waiting for a signal. Well, maybe it's a signal I should stay here. Looks pretty. Where is this place? Witchwood under Ash. Fascinating little town. Hmm. History of witchcraft, black magic, the occult. We'd be very happy to have you, sir. And uh, when's the next train to London? fast train. Only an hour and ten minutes. The morning one takes an hour and forty. I see. <clears throat> I meant to go up this morning, but Wonky Poo was missing. That's my cat. Oh, he's had such a painful ear lately. I couldn't leave home till he was found. No, of course not. So I had to take the afternoon train instead. And really, it's a blessing as it's not so crowded. Look, I can find another carriage oh, if no, you like. No, no, no. It, it, it's nice to have company. And it's not a problem when one is travelling first class. I don't normally, but I'm on very important business, so I thought, oh, just this once. Yeah. Oh, I, I know soldiers on leave have to travel first class. I mean, being an officer, it's expected of you. Um, I'm not a soldier, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. I just thought you looked like you might be on leave from somewhere hot. I was a policeman in the Mayang Straits. A policeman? Yes. Then I'm very glad that I caught this train with you. This important business I'm on, I'm going to Scotland Yard to report a murder. A murder? Really? Lots of murders. Our constable in Witchwood is nice enough, but I don't feel he's the person to deal with anything serious. He'd think I was imagining things. Are you quite sure you're not? Well, I might have been imagining it the first time, but not the second or third. After that, one knows. That's why I thought it best to go straight to Scotland Yard. They'll know how to deal with it, don't you think? Oh, I'm sure they'll know how to deal with you. I hope so. There really isn't much time. I read about a case, you see. The killer's name was Abercrombie. Well, somebody said there was a look on his face, a special look that he gave his next victim, and then very shortly afterwards, that person would be taken ill. <clears throat> and this is just the same. So what is? The look. I saw it first with Amy Gibbs, and then she died. And then it was Carter and Tommy Pierce. Carter, of course, was a drinker, and, and Tommy Pierce was such a horrible little bully, so I, I didn't feel too bad. But now it's happening again. It's going to be Dr. Humbleby next, 
And he's such a good man. I have to do something. Yes. Um, so many murders in such a small town. Rather hard to get away with. Oh, no, my dear boy, no. no. That's where you're wrong. Murder is easy, so long as no one suspects you. And this murderer is the last person you would suspect. Murderer is easy. <laughs> I've never thought of it that way. Certainly not easy to solve. No, it's taken me some time. But I've done it now. They won't get away with it again. Let me get you a taxi to the yard. No, no, it's not far. I'd rather walk and gather my thoughts. Oh, it's been such a relief talking to a policeman. Well, I'm retired as of now. Thank you so much for listening to me, Mr... Oh, um... Luke Fitzwilliam. Miss Pinkerton. Lavinia. Here, my card. Oh, oh dear, I only have the one left. Well, better save it for Scotland Yard. Ask for my friend, Billy Bones, the deputy. He'll do his best to help you. That's so kind of you, Mr Fitzwilliam. You know, for a moment, just at first, I thought you didn't believe me. <laughs> Goodbye, Miss Pinkerton. <laughs> Goodbye. And good luck. Reminds me of my old Aunt Mildred. Lovely lady. Stumped up a fiver once, just in the nick of time. She wasn't exactly batty, just had a vivid imagination. Craving for drama. Poor Miss Pinkerton. I hope old Billy Bones lets her down lightly. Ah! Miss Pinkerton! I know how it sounds, Billy, but I've just got a feeling there's more to this than a hit-and-run. By all accounts, it was the old lady's fault. She stepped out right in front of the car. Did nobody get the number plate? A description? Inquiries are ongoing. So that's a no, then? It's not a murder inquiry, Fitz. Neither are any of these other deaths she told you about. How can you be sure? We've spoken to the local man. Got the full story. Amy Gibbs drank hat paint by mistake. Mixed it up with her medicine. Harry Carter was a notorious drunk. He fell off a bridge when he was stumbling home. Tommy Pierce had a fall too. He was meant to be cleaning windows, but started larking about. All unfortunate deaths, but nothing remotely suspicious. What about Dr Humbleby, the next victim? He's still alive and well in Witchwood under Ash. Your old dear would be too, if she'd stayed at home. I'm sure she'd have happily stayed with Wonky Poo if she weren't convinced there was something. Wonky what? Her cat. <laughs> These old women. They have dull lives, vivid imaginations. Well, that's what I thought too, until... Look, she was coming here to tell you the name of the murderer and someone cut her down in the street. Did she tell you the name of this murderer? No, but I didn't ask. Losing your touch. Good job they retired you early. It must be a man, though. She said there was this look on his face when he chose his next victim. Isn't there anything more you can do, Billy? Sorry, Fitz, we're fully stretched investigating real crimes. But you have nothing better to do. What can I do? I'm just a civvy now. You're a friend of the deceased. You could go down there, pay your condolences. Investigate? You mean undercover? We here commit the body of our dear sister... Lavinia Mary Pinkerton to the ground. Earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. 
In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We'll stop in a minute. Just a midsummer shower. I do hope so. Were you a friend of Lavinia's? She was my aunt. Uh, my name's Luke Fitzwilliam. I didn't know Lavinia had any family. I read about the accident in the papers, felt I should come along, see if there was anything I can do. There won't be any spoils, I'm afraid. She kindly left everything to a cattery. I also wanted to see Witchwood. She made it sound so fascinating. Yes, indeed. Some very dark periods in its history, mm. paganism and such. Um, but it's quite tame these days. I've been overseas, often thought of her stories about this place, thought it might make a nice place to settle down, a, a real community. It is that, as you can see. Uh, I should do the rounds. Wait, would you... I don't suppose you'd mind filling me in a little, tell me who people are. It would be nice to know who my aunt's friends were. Let me see. Uh, that's Lord Whitfield, our local dignitary, mm -hmm. uh, and his secretary, Miss Bridget Conway, uh, and that's Mr Abbott, your aunt's solicitor. And what about the pale gentleman with the black hair? Uh, that's Mr Ellsworthy. He owns the antique shop. Quite an expert in the occult, <laughs> I'm led to believe. And that man beside him? That's Dr. Thomas, a very uh, modern young man. Thomas? Well, I, I seem to remember my aunt mentioning a different doctor. Hum Humbleby, was it? Yes, he was coming. I, I don't know why he isn't here. Well, when did you last see him? Yesterday at the town meeting. He was having a row with Lord Whitfield about the reservoir. <laughs> Perhaps he's avoiding another scene. Could you tell me where Dr. Humbleby lives? Above the surgery in the high street. Are you all right, Mr Fitzwilliam? If you're unwell, I'm sure Dr Thomas could assist. No, 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 I'd, I'd just like to meet the man. Art Lavinio always spoke so highly of him. Wouldn't you rather wait until the rain has stopped? Dr Humbleby! Dr Humbleby! Oh. Daddy's out seeing a patient. Is this an emergency? No, no, uh... Not that kind of... I can go and find Dr. Thomas, if you like. No, sorry. It was uh, Dr. Humbleby I wanted, so... He's with Mrs. Pierce, helping deliver her little one. You might have a long wait. <laughs> That's all right. I'm sorry to have disturbed you. Do you want to leave a card? No, thank you. I'll, I'll be in touch. Pretty girl, Miss Humbleby. Probably thought I was mad. Maybe I am. Mass murders in Witchwood. I mean, look at the place. Couldn't be sweeter. Maybe Billy was right. This is all in my head. I should let it go. Go back to London, find a nice girl and settle down. Excuse me. Do you have a light? What? Oh, uh, no. Sorry. Yeah. have to use my own, then. <clears throat> You're getting wet. Why don't you wait under here? Well, it's uh, almost stopped. So wait until it has. It's Mr Fitzwilliam, isn't it? How do you know? I'm a witch. <laughs> I know everything about you. Even what you're thinking right now. I do hope not, Miss Conway. Are you a witch too? No, just nosy. The Reverend told me who you were. Oh, yes, he's told everyone else about you. He was most excited to have the scoop on our prospective new resident. Are you really moving here? Well, I was thinking about it. I'm not sure. Oh, we put you off already. I just might miss London, and I'll definitely miss my train if I wait any longer, so... Aren't you coming to the wake? You really ought to, for your aunt. I really have to be getting back. It's at the manor house. We can walk there through Witch's Meadow. I think the rain's stopped now. Witch's Meadow? 
our main cultural attraction until Gordon digs it up and sticks a reservoir on it. Come on, I'll show you. Well, it's just a field. Quite a nice field, but still. Okay, it's what goes on here that's of interest. Every midsummer for centuries. Rituals, black masses. That doesn't still go on, surely. I wouldn't know. I'm tucked up in bed with my cocoa. <laughs> but rumour has it. Then it'd be better off becoming a reservoir. Gordon will be pleased to have another supporter. Who's Gordon? Lord Whitfield. Didn't the Reverend tell you? No, he told me you were his secretary, but secretaries don't normally call their bosses by their first names. I suppose I'm not normal, then. Are you really Miss Pinkerton's nephew? I thought of her as my aunt, and I was sorry to hear that she'd died. Hmm. Accidents happen, especially to people from Witchwood. Is there something you want to tell me, Miss Connor? We better get to the wake. Gordon will be worried something's happened to me. Hard work and the help of God. That's what did it. That's what made me what I am today. My father kept a bookshop. Yes, a plain bookshop. I raised myself by my own efforts. I determined to get out of the rut, and I got out of the rut. Gordon seems to be managing fine without you. <laughs> You're the nephew, I hear. Oh, this is Mr. Abbott. The solicitor, seems the Reverend has introduced us. <laughs> I was glad to hear you turned up. It'd be most helpful if you could sort through your aunt's things. She was very generous to the cattery, but they don't really need her second best set of china. And I'm a bit stretched since Tommy suck a tumble. Tommy Pierce? Your aunt told you about Tommy? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact. But I didn't know he worked for you. I sacked him for poking his nose in my private place. That was after Gordon sacked him from the manor house for his cheek. Oh, sounds like a nice boy. He was a disgusting brat. Still, a young life cut short. Ah, oh, yes. Poor no. Amy. A Amy Gibbs? No, Tommy Pierce. Disgusting brat. Ah, oh, good old Tommy. I do miss the boy. Seems you're in the minority. <laughs> Ellsworthy is most certainly that. I have uncommon tastes, Mr. Fitzwilliam. Will you be staying with us in Witchwood for midsummer? He's staying to sort through Miss Pinkerton's estate. That may not be possible, actually. I have I'd to go be back happy to London. I'd to entertain you, show you some sights. Excuse me. Uh, Miss Conway, may I have a word? What is it? That man, Ellsworthy. Something about. Oh, he really him. is a witch. When he mentioned Amy. The look on your face. Did your aunt tell you about Amy too? A little. But she didn't tell me about Ellsworth. No, he had a thing about Amy. He used to sketch her. Was Amy a friend of yours? She was our maid, till Gordon fired her too. Gordon seems like a hard man to please. He has certain standards. Amy was seeing a boy. Didn't your aunt tell you? She didn't tell me everything. Are you sure you want to know everything? What happened to Amy, Miss Conway? <coughs> Bridget. Uh, you better meet Gordon. I can do with responsibility. You're a great man, Gordon. Have some more tea. This is Luke Fitzwilliam, Miss Pinkerton's nephew. You should be paying for this wake instead of me, Fitzwilliam. Oh, I'm more of a distant relation, really. Huh? Did you manage to get hold of Dr. Humbleby? Oh, he's working. That's why he couldn't come. He couldn't come because he wasn't invited. The man is a pig-headed fool. He merely dared to disagree with you, Gordon. I've got the welfare of this town at heart. I was born here. My father... Kept a boot shop, I hear. Precisely. And do you know what stands where his shop used to be? 
a fine institute built and endowed by me. I got the best architect, though I must say he's made a bare plain job of it. Got a different man in to do up the manor house, much more biddable. I was wondering what had happened. He pandered to Gordon's worst flights of imagination. I always had a fancy for a castle, and now I've got one. Bridget would have liked the place left as it was, but no use living in the past, my dear. At least you'll be a lady of the manor again when we're married. <laughs> well, it's uh, a great thing to know what you want. And I usually get it, too. <laughs> You don't have to go yet, Mr Fitzwilliam. The last train leaves in ten minutes. What about your aunt's things? It's really not my responsibility. I thought you wanted to know everything. I thought you were Lord Whitfield's secretary. I am. And his fiancée. I mean, how can you, a man like that? You don't know him. Look what he's done to your home for a start. Oh, I hate to destroy the dramatic picture you're building up, but I left when I was little. I can hardly remember how it was. Truth is seldom romantic, Luke. You should have told me the truth. Have you told me the truth? Forget it. I'm, I'm going. You're lying, and I want to know why. Why did you come here, really? Who are you, Luke Fitzwilliam? Excuse me, Miss Conway. Rose? What is it, Miss Humbleby? Oh, I need Geoffrey. I mean, Dr Thomas. Is he still here? He's inside. Is something wrong with the baby? The baby's fine. It's Daddy. He's collapsed. Well, that's one way to ruin a good party. People were ready to leave anyway. Serves humbly right if he dies, pig-headed fool. Gordon. He's a good man. We hope he'll get better. No point rebelling against the will of Providence, eh, Fitzwilliam? Um, I, I should go. L you'll have missed your train. Why don't you stay here? No, thank you. The inn will be fine. I don't <clears throat> think they're taking guests at the moment. Well, not since the landlord went for a swim and didn't come up again. Served him right as well. So you seem to have a lot of deaths here. Not at all. One of the healthiest places in England. Can't count accidents. You should stay. There's plenty of room. And we can talk. I, I really don't want to intrude. Why don't you stay at your aunt's house? Honoria will have the key. Sorry, who, who's Honoria? Miss Wainfleet. Your ah. aunt's neighbour? Mm -hmm. Surely your aunt must have mentioned her. Hmm? Uh, I'll walk you over there. No, thanks. I uh, can't have you walking home in the dark. I'm not this close to midsummer. The devil looks after his own. And besides, you probably can't remember the address, can you? Rivers can take him in the car. Lazy cretins been idling all day. That's very kind of you, Lord Whitfield. Good night, Miss Conway. See you soon, Luke. Now, where's the light switch? It's dark, isn't it? Oh, hello. You must be wonky-poo. Oh, now, careful. He's got a sore ear. Oh, yes, my aunt did say in her last letter. Now, that's why I couldn't come to the service. He's been so upset looking oh. for his mistress. Haven't you, wonky-poo? Yes. Please... Don't let me keep you, Miss Wainfleet. If, um... It's good to talk to someone who was close to Lavinia. Yes, sure. Now, let me show you where everything is. You haven't been here before, I believe. Uh, no. Well, thank you for the tour, Miss Wainfleet. I'm afraid I'm without a maid at the moment, so I can't send anyone over to help. I can manage. Don't you worry. It's so hard to get staff, especially with uh, what happened to Amy. Young girls are so easily spooked. Amy Gibbs? I took her on when Gordon threw her out. I had strict rules about young men, mind you. Told her that had to be stopped. Hmm. I think the poor girl had been crying when she took the medicine. Only it wasn't medicine. It was so unfortunate. Like poor Lavinia. And Dr Humbleby. Do they know what's wrong with him? 
Blood poisoning from a scratch on his finger. <sighs> These doctors, they never look after themselves. What was Amy taking medicine for? Oh, something nothing. Dr Thompson gave her a stock mixture, I believe. She went to bed early and um, must have been in the middle of a night. An awful kind of choking scream. I went to her door, but it was locked on the inside. The constable had to climb in through the open window. It was too late. There's nothing to be done. And you don't think it was suicide? She wasn't that kind of a girl. So you think it was a mistake? I think it was very unfortunate. There. Mm. Come along, monkey boo. <laughs> Let Mr Fitzwilliam get some sleep. There. Yes, my boy. Yes, It's going to be Dr Humblebee next. And he's such a good man. I have to do something. Can't sleep. I have to do something. I should get up. Make a list. It was someone she knew. A man. Somebody said there was a look on his face. A special look that he gave his next victim. And then, very shortly afterwards, that person would be taken ill. Mr Abbott. Mr Ellsworthy. Reverend Wake. Lord Whitfield. Dr Thomas, or Geoffrey, as Rose called him. I'll pay Geoffrey a call in the morning, see if he had any reason to want Dr. Humbleby dead. Hello. Sorry, I was just oh, I'm, coming. I'm sorry. Fitzwilliam, isn't it? Yes. What do you want? Uh, well, I was just hoping to inquire after Dr. Humbleby, but don't let me interrupt you, Dr. Thomas. I'm going down there to see him now. Rose was upset, naturally. I was just comforting her. Yes, uh, of course. I hope he gets better very soon. Thank you, Mr. Fitzwilliam. I'll pass that on to Daddy. Thomas and Rose Humbleby. Now, that's one reason for wanting a daddy out of the way, if he didn't approve. But why would Dr. Thomas kill all those others? Why would anyone want to kill all those others? Unless he got a taste for it. Nero! Come here, sir! Daddy! Leave it! Drop it, I tell you! Augustus! It's all right. I think I can... <laughs> Come here, girl. That's it. <laughs> Here we go. Here's your master now. Oh, thank you, good fellow. Oh, fine creatures. Oh, British Bulldogs. Best breed in the world. Uh, not seen you round here before. Luke uh, Fitzwilliam. Major Horton. I came for my aunt's funeral, Miss Pinkerton. I didn't see you there. I had to stay in with the dogs and, uh, oh. well, I, I couldn't face another funeral. The Vinnie would have understood. You all right, Major? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite all right, yeah. Would you let me buy you a drink? Well, can't really with the dogs, but I suppose you could come for a drink at mine. It's not far from here. Striking portrait. Hmm. Remarkable woman. My wife, Lydia. <clears throat> Love her character in that face. Yes, indeed. She died over a year ago. I haven't been the same man since. Everyone respected Lydia. Oh, I can imagine they did. She wouldn't stand any nonsense. We got through 15 parlourmaids in one year. 15. Fine spirit. But what that woman suffered. With no sympathy from the doctors. People think that Humbleby was good. He was an ignoramus. Didn't understand a case at all. What was her case? Gastritis. Acute pain. Dr Thomas almost pulled her through, but she had a, a sudden relapse. 
Everyone was very kind. Whitfield sent down peaches from his hothouse, and the old tabbies came to sit with her, your aunt and Honoria Wainfleet. They were very, very, very kind, they were. So you raped Dr Thomas, then? Well, I'm grateful to him, but he's a cold fish. And what about Mr Abbott and Mr Ellsworthy? Did they come and see your wife? Abbott made her will. Mm-hmm. The man's a cad, but that hardly affects his ability as a lawyer. And Ellsworthy? <laughs> Lydia tried some of his patent quack nostrum to get her better. A lot of tomfoolery. But women swallow that stuff. Swallow it, eh? (laughs) (laughs) When you mentioned Dr Humbleby, you said was. I'd heard he'd been taken ill. Not terminally, I don't think. Must have been wishful thinking. The look on his face. Major Horton and Dr Thomas both have reason to hate Humbleby. So does Lord Whitfield, for opposing his reservoir. Well, why would you put a reservoir here? Plenty of other fields, and this one is rather nice. People would oppose you. Is that why Gordon chose it, just to show them who's in charge? Witch's Meadow is the last place I thought I'd find you, Luke Fitzwilliam. Thought it was just a field. That's somewhere to think. Somewhere to avoid me. My awkward questions. You are some kind of witch, aren't you, Bridget? I'm not a witch. But I'm not stupid. You're not Miss Pinkerton's nephew. Who are you? Who do you think I am? I don't know. But I hope you're someone who's come to help. Some kind of detective, maybe? You're not stupid at all. I used to be a policeman. I met Miss Pinkerton the day she died. I wanted to know what happened to her. You think Miss Pinkerton was killed? Do you? Tell me what you know, Bridget, and I'll do my best to help. I don't know anything, really. It's just a feeling I've had since Amy. What was it about Amy? It probably sounds stupid, but it was the hat paint. Go on. Well, about 20 years ago, people did paint hats, but nowadays hats are cheap. Girls just throw them away and get a new one. Mm -hmm. And anyway, it was red hat paint. Amy had red hair. You mean it doesn't go together? It's the sort of thing a man wouldn't realise. No, a man wouldn't realise. That, mm. that makes sense. So you think the same, that Amy was murdered? And Miss Pinkerton too? And Tommy, and Carter, and Mrs Horton. I think they're all murdered, and if we don't find out who did it, they won't be the last. Bridget, oh. I've had Rivers looking all over for you. <laughs> Sorry, Gordon. I was uh, just asking Mr Fitzwilliam to lunch. And I was just saying it's very kind, but really... Oh, I... it's an excellent idea. Excellent. I feel like what? celebrating. Well, have they approved plans for your reservoir? Not yet. <clears throat> but now there's no one left to stop me. What do you mean? Haven't you heard the good news? Dr. Humble is dead. <laughs> Miss Pinkerton said Mm. murder was easy to commit when you're the last person anyone would suspect. Mm -hmm. But that only makes it a damn sight harder to solve. At least you believe me, Bridget, that it is murder. No, I believe you, Luke. But we have to find a way to prove it. Did Miss Pinkerton suspect someone? Yes, but she didn't tell me who. Mm. And the killer got to her before she could tell the police. So it could be anyone. Well, it's definitely a man. I'm sure she said the murderer always had a look on his face when he chose his next victim. I don't know whose face I'm meant to be watching. I've made a list of possible suspects. Oh, let me see. We need to find some way of whittling them down before the killer strikes again. Uh, Mr Abbott, Mr Ellsworthy, Reverend Mm -hmm. Wake, Dr Thomas, Major Horton and Lord Whitfield? Yes. 
Sorry, I know he's the love of your life, but the way he was rejoicing at Humbleby's death... Gordon is not the love of my life. He's just my fiancé. But he wouldn't harm a fly. She said it would be the last person you'd suspect. Well, which, according to this, means everyone, pretty much. I told you it wasn't easy, Bridget, but there will be something that trips him up. Now, I need to talk to them all, without giving the game away and ending up like Miss Pinkerton. It's a shame he can't cast a spell, bewitch them into telling the truth. Maybe you could bewitch them. What are you thinking, Bridget? People always like to show off what they know, hmm. you know, if you're willing to flatter them, to ask for their help. What, with the investigation? They can't know about that. No, but think, uh, what is Witchwood famous for? Witches, mm -hmm. black magic, all of that. So, to ask people about their views on death, I mean, that wouldn't be too far-fetched. Um, Would it? Uh, if you were if you're, uh, writing a book about the occult, say. No one will believe I'm writing a book on the occult. You're a pretty good liar. I mean, everyone believes you're Miss Pinkerton's nephew. Well, everyone except you. <laughs> Saw straight through me. Yeah, a, a History of Death in Witchwood by Luke Fitzwilliam. Do you think you can do it? Bridget here tells me you're writing a book. Uh, researching one. That's right, Lord Whitfield. <laughs> I've thought <clears throat> that I'd like to write a book myself. What a very interesting book it would be. Yeah, Mr Fitzwilliam is interested in the history of Witchwood under Ash. It's links with the occult. I'm looking at how it is now, seeing how its past has shaped the present. Whether people still attribute sudden deaths to superstitions, that kind of thing. You should write a book about me. My rise from the son of the boot shop owner to lord of the manor. Well, That's the kind of thing people are interested in. Um, Dr Humbleby, for instance. Mm. For a doctor to die from the scratch of a rusty nail, I mean, would that suggest something more than an accident to you? Absolutely. Yes. But not witchcraft. Providence. That's what it was. Providence? The man stood in the way of progress in this town and he found himself struck down. No good rebelling against the will of Providence. Gordon, you don't really believe that. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse us, Fitzwilliam, Bridget and I have plans to attend to. For the reservoir? For our wedding reception. Oh, um, would I was going to help Mr Fitzwilliam with his book. He's a <clears throat> professional author, Bridget, and I'm sure he can manage without your help. So, if there's any way you can help me, Reverend Wake, that would really be most helpful. Well, I don't like to gossip, Mr Fitzwilliam, and people would keep anything unorthodox from my ears. No, of course, but if there's anything you can tell me about recent deaths, old suspicions, someone wishing ill on the victims, of misfortune, I mean. There's been nothing of that sort for your aunt. What about Dr Humbleby? Was he well-liked by everyone? A man who spoke his mind, who wasn't always very tactful, will always get people's backs up. Well, I think every death can mean a gain to someone, not only financially. I see your meaning. We often read in an obituary notice that a man's death is regretted by everybody. Hmm. But that can be true only very rarely, I fear. Well, is there someone who might gain from Dr Humbleby's death, I wonder? Well... There's no denying that his partner, Dr. Thomas, will find his position very much improved. They didn't always agree. On medicine? And more personal matters. Rose Humbleby is a very pretty girl. Yes. One doesn't wonder that Thomas lost his heart, nor that Humbleby thought she was too young.
Thank you so much for fitting me in, Dr. Thomas. Your knee looks fine to me. Just um, try to take it easy. Will do. Is that why you were coming to see Dr. Humbleby the other day? About your knee? Look, I'm sorry I intruded on, on you and Rose. It was nothing untoward. We're going to be engaged. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Now, if there's nothing else, I really well, I was, need to... Um, actually, I was coming <clears throat> to see Dr. Humbleby for a book I'm writing, researching, about the history of folklore and magic in these parts. I'm not sure Dr. Humbleby would have been much help. He was a man of science. Still, I often think a doctor must feel that he's seen by his patients as a medicine man, a kind of magician. I suppose there can be an element of faith. Do you believe in ghosts at all, Doctor? Strange phenomena in the aftermath of a violent death. I don't think anyone really believes in that kind of thing anymore. Well, you'd be surprised. I've already come across rumours that Tommy Pierce's spirit is restless, that maybe someone pushed him out of the window. Who told you that? Do you think it has validity? Lots of people would have liked to wring the boy's neck. So his death might have been seen as a, a public duty. Who is to be the judge of a man's fitness to live? A scientific man, maybe, like yourself. My job is to make the unfit fit. It's an uphill struggle, I'll admit. Mm, take Carter, the landlord of the Seven Stars. People seem to agree the world is a better place without him. Now, if someone had pushed him into the river instead of him kindly falling of his own accord, would that person have been acting in the public interest? I hope your interest in these matters is purely for research, Mr Fitzwilliam. Why, are you worried I'm a homicidal maniac? Well, they're very hard to spot. Usually inoffensive fellows, the last people you'd suspect. Yes, I suppose that's how they get away with it for so long. Well, it's very easy to get away with, if you're careful. A clever man is extremely careful not to make a slip. Good day, Mr Fitzwilliam. Humbleby, I'm so sorry about your father. Oh, I can't believe this is all happening. It's as though Witchwood was under some kind of spell. What do you mean, Rose? Your aunt being run over and that little boy who fell out of the window and now my father. I, I feel like I hate this place. Like I have to get away. I think that's what your aunt was trying to tell me. When? What, what did she say? Oh, she just seemed afraid that something was going to happen. That day she went up to London, she almost warned me to look after Daddy. She must have had second sight. Well, these things aren't always supernatural. Well, there was something else, she said, about Bridget. What about Bridget? I think she was worried about her too, afraid for her. Did she mention any names? Mr Abbott? Ellsworthy? No, but I know she didn't like Mr Ellsworthy. None of us do. They say he's having some kind of ceremony tonight for midsummer in Witch's Meadow. He did something like it last year with that little boy. Tommy Pierce? Geoffrey, uh, I mean, Dr. Thomas, mm -hmm. he told me Tommy was some kind of acolyte. It's horrible. There's wickedness in this place, Mr. Fitzwilliam. Daddy tried to fight it, to do good, but it was too strong for him. What exactly do you mean, Rose? Don't stay here, Mr. Fitzwilliam. Get out of Witchwood as fast as you can. Well, that might be good advice. Is Rose trying to tell me something about Dr. Thomas? Surely not, if she's in love with him. And the things he said, it was like he was trying to warn me off. Letting me know how clever he is. He's not the only clever man on the list, though. That description also fits Reverend Wake. And Lord Whitfield. And Mr. Abbott, the solicitor. You can put this in your book. It's all a lot of superstitious nonsense. How about that? Well, you might think so, Mr Abbott. But I've heard tell of a former employee of yours, Tommy Pierce, whose spirit is believed to be walking. 
<laughs> well, that wouldn't surprise me. Couldn't keep his nose out of other people's business when he was alive. Now I suppose he can pry wherever he likes. And whereabouts did you catch him prying? In here? As a lawyer, I'm entrusted with many private documents, not for the attention of the office boy. That's why he had to go. To go? <laughs> to be sacked. I'm not quite heartless enough to shove him off a window ledge. Not quite. Oh, well, not many people seem to have mourned his loss. Would you say that's also the case with Dr Humbleby? I'm interested in perceptions of good and evil. <sighs> the man was a reactionary, trying to stand in the way of the reservoir. Some of the things he said to me were positively actionable. But you didn't take action. <laughs> Lawyers never go to law. We know better. Who told you about Tommy Pierce? Was it Ellsworthy? Why'd you say that? If it's evil you're interested in, Ellsworthy's your man. Mr Ellsworthy, your shop was closed. Did you wish to purchase something, Mr Fitzwilliam? No, no, I just uh, wanted to talk about your book. This is a small town. Word gets around quickly. Have you got time now, or am I interrupting your communion with nature? <laughs> I bore nature. Such a coarse, unimaginative wench. I always say that one cannot enjoy life until one has put nature in her place. And how do you propose to do that? Well, there are ways. In a place like this, a delicious provincial spot, there are some most delectable amusements if one has the flair. I enjoy life, do you? I would have said so. No, no, you're too sane, I can tell. One must be deliciously mad. Slightly twisted, even. Then one sees life from a new and entrancing angle. Did Tommy Pierce enjoy life? Too much, some might say. Is your book about Tommy? It's about black magic. I've been told Tommy was involved in some way. Perhaps you can tell me more. Oh, indeed I could. If you were interested in living... Instead of writing, then, Mr. Fitzwilliam, then I could open your eyes to a whole world of possibilities. What about Amy Gibbs? What about her? Did you try to open her eyes when she came to sit for you? Amy was a pretty girl. Hmm. But she was no witch. Not like your friend. What friend? Bridget Conway. The way those green eyes of hers flash... Now, they are entrancing, wouldn't you say? I hadn't noticed. She has you entranced. What if I came here tonight? Witch's Meadow on Midsummer's Eve. What would I see then? <laughs> Whatever you saw, you would forever be blinkered, Mr Fitzwilliam. I suggest you stay well away. Abbott's right. There is evil in that man. Enough evil to commit all those murders and more. But Miss Pinkerton said it was the last person you'd suspect. And Ellsworthy would be the first. So who's the last? Nero, you found him. Good boy. We've been looking for you, Fitzwilliam. Major Horton, I was just coming to see you. <laughs> no need, my boy, no need. Here, your derby ticket. I must have dropped it at my place. Oh, thank you, I hadn't realised. Lucky chap. I was there, got to size them all up. <laughs> I still packed the wrong nag. <laughs> you were there all, all day? Yeah. yeah, I thought it was one of my tickets, but I tore mine up. I could have hung on to it anyway, but, well, if a man doesn't have his honour, he's got nothing, eh? No, no. Thank you, Major Horton. Uh, fancy 
Coming back for a drink, I dug out some rather decent brandy. Another time, if that's all right. I've got to see someone right now. Well, the Derby, what's that got to do with it's anything? It's the day Miss Pinkerton was run over. Now, I've been trying to divine people's motives, when what I really need to find out is who has an alibi for that day. Where was Lord Whitfield on Derby Day? At the House of Lords. Oh. And Rivers had the car, so unless Gordon commanded him to run over poor Miss Pinkerton... Well, it's definitely not him, then. Or Major Horton. Now, I just have to come up with an excuse to go back and ask everyone else their whereabouts on that day. Well, you don't have to go back. Gordon's invited everyone over to the manor for a tennis tournament to celebrate... A man has just died. The man who's been opposing his water scheme. He's finally had approval for it. Good job he has an alibi. The will of Providence, Reverend, that's what it is, and it's on my side. Perhaps we should take bets on this tournament. I wouldn't bet against me, Fitzwilliam. I'm on a lucky streak. I'm 50 pounds on the derby. Did anyone go along to see it? I'm not a betting man. I expect you were busy here, Reverend. I had a service that day, poorly attended, I remember. Some of my parishioners do enjoy a flutter, alas. Waste of money. I was making money in my office, working on the contracts for the reservoir. I looked them over as soon as I came back from London. Excellent work, Abbott. No, thank you, sir. I was working too. Oh, no, you weren't, Geoffrey. It was your day off. You went out for the day. Anywhere nice? I Just a drive through the country. And how about you, Mr Ellsworthy? Did you go to the derby? Sadly not. I was at the shop. It closes early on Wednesdays, doesn't it? At lunch? I'm glad you take an interest, Miss Conway. So no one wants to place any bets, then? I might as well, seeing as I'm unable to play. Well, I hope you'll be backing me, Miss Wainfleet. I think I shall back Gordon, oh. just to keep things easy. <laughs> Especially with his temper. Honoria has always had excellent judgment. Watch out for your winnings, Fitzwilliam. Uh, you can go doubles with Bridget. Rose, uh, you can play on my side. Right. The winner stays on, eh? You can't see from there. Anyone could see it. It was miles out. No, no, it wasn't, Luke. It, it wasn't. He was in. I just missed it. You see? Should never bet against me. Right. Who's next? Why on earth did you give him the set? Oh, does it matter? Those double faults of yours wouldn't fool a child. Well, that's because I'm such a rotten tennis player. If I were better, I could have made it more plausible. So you admit it, then? You're losing on purpose? Gordon doesn't like losing. Neither do I. Gordon is my bread and butter. You aren't. Sorry. I don't understand. Why are you marrying that absurd little man? Because as his secretary, I get six pounds a week, and as his wife, I'll get a hundred thousand settled on me, a handsome allowance, and various perquisites of the married state. But for somewhat different duties. Uh, look, Gordon is a small boy who's not quite grown up. What he needs is a mother, not a wife. Someone who he can brag to, who's prepared to listen indefinitely to him on his favourite subject himself. You've got a bitter tongue, Bridget. Well, I don't tell myself fairy stories, if that's what you mean. After a year, I doubt he'll even remember to kiss me goodnight. The only difference how it is now will be the salary. You're a cold-blooded little devil. Well, that's better than being a hot-blooded little fool. Look, you've no right to speak to me like this. I have every right. The right of caring for you. You? Well... I, I came down here to do a job, and you, you, you put a spell on me. You can't expect me to enjoy seeing you get married to a pompous, pot-bellied little peer. Well, what do you suggest I do? Marry me instead. No, you don't want me, Luke. Not really. 
I, I know your sort. When you came home, you wanted to settle down with a nice girl, you know, fond of the country, good with dogs. I, c I can just see her now in her tweed skirt, stirring a log fire with the tip of her shoe. That would have been preferable, <sighs> yes. Don't you speak to me like that, don't you? Yeah. Well, we'd better get back. Bridget, there's something Miss Pinkerton said to Rose. She wasn't just afraid for Dr Humbleby, she was worried about you. No, I can take care of myself. Abbott and the Reverend have alibis for Derby Day, so that just leaves Dr. Thomas and Ellsworthy. I've seen Ellsworthy watching you. Oh, help me. Come on. I have to go. Bridget. You're fired, Rivers. Do you hear? You're fired. If you'd overlook it, sir, just this once. Taking my car out, my car with some floozy, and you've been drinking. No, sir, I swear. Shambling in here in front of my guests. But I... No, I've made it clear there are three things I won't have on my estate. Drunkenness, immorality, and impertinence. Your estate? Think we don't all know your father kept a boot shop? Makes us laugh ourselves sick it does seeing you strutting about here. No, Rivers, please, just go. If you weren't such a fat little swine, I'd sock you one. It's the drink talking. Come on, Rivers. Do as Lady says, yes? Oh, I'm sorry. I beg your pardon. You will be sorry for this, Rivers. The base in Gratitude. Gordon, your guests. I'm sorry you all had to witness such a disgrace. It wasn't your fault. I'm afraid Rivers was, wasn't quite himself. He's gone home to sleep it off. He'll come to a bad end, that fellow. Now, come up to the house, everyone. Oh, Stay uh, for a drink? Mr Fitzwilliam? Uh, no, thank you, Miss Conway. Oh, and uh, may I walk back with you, Mr Fitzwilliam? Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> so much to do. I hope you'll excuse me, Miss Conway. Uh, I, too, have other matters that require my attention. Of course, Mr Ellsworthy. It was nice to see you. <laughs> if you wish, you may see me tonight, Midsummer Eve in Witch's Meadow. I think you might like it. Um, thank you, but no, I, I don't think I can. Such a handsome girl, Bridget, and clever, too. I do hope she'll be happy with Lord Whitfield, I mean. Such a great difference in age. I don't believe that's an issue for Bridget. I was engaged to him once, you know. No, I didn't know that. He was such a promising boy. I helped him to educate himself, and I was so proud of his determination to succeed. My family, of course, was scandalised. I had to break off the engagement. That's a shame. Are you all right, Mr Fitzwilliam? Yes. Sorry, I've just got a lot on my mind. <sighs> Mr. Ellsworthy tells me you're planning to write a book on local customs. But you don't believe that? Oh, I didn't say so to Mr. Ellsworthy. What else have you not said, Miss Wainfleet? Living alone with no one to consult, one might easily imagine things which had no foundation in fact. Like the idea that Amy Gibbs was murdered? Have you been sent here by the police? <sighs> not exactly. But I do believe that Amy was murdered, and so did my aunt. I know. But she told you too. Well, what did she tell you? just that she thought something odd was going on in Witchwood, that there had been too many deaths. She mentioned Amy and Tommy Pierce and Carter. She said Dr Humbleby would be next. When did she tell you this? The day she was killed. We were on the train together. Did she tell you who was responsible? A man with a certain look in his eyes. She'd seen that look when he was talking to Humbleby. I wish she told me that. I might have been able to do something. Who was the man, Miss Wainfleet? You must know. 
Lavinia didn't tell me anything specific. No, but you can guess. Was it Ellsworthy or Dr. Thomas? You are asking me to imagine what may have been in the mind of a friend who was now dead. I, I, I just couldn't make an accusation. That it is I, not an accusation, only an opinion. I have my opinions, but I don't want to mislead you. The consequences could be too serious. I'm sorry. Very well. You must do what you think is right. If there's anything else I can do to help you... You won't repeat this conversation, will you? I shan't say a word to anybody. It would be horribly dangerous for you, Mr Fitzwilliam, if he were to find out that you're on his track. That might be the best thing that could happen. I, d I don't think you realise. He he's a very clever man. I shall be on my guard. I've narrowed it down to two. That's why I wanted your opinion, but I can work it out myself if I have to. Who does Miss Wainfleet suspect? Thomas or Ellsworth? Even if she tells me, there's no way of proving her right. Unless the killer goes after her. If there were to be one more death while I'm here, then I would know. Oh, God. What I'm asking for is another murder. Somebody said there was a look on his face. A special look that he gave his next victim. And then, very shortly afterwards, that person would be taken ill. There was something else, she said, about Bridget. I think she was worried about her too, afraid for her. Bridget. Domine Satanus, tua est terra. Ellsworthy. Who's there? Bridget? Luke, I was coming to see you. I felt terrible since our row. I was coming to see you. I thought you could be in danger from, from Ellsworthy. I thought I could cut through Witch's Meadow without him seeing me. You shouldn't be out at night. I told you what Miss Pinkerton said. She was afraid for you. I'm the heroine. Heroines never die. You could have knocked you on your head. Well, the same applies to you. Let's get a bit closer. Shh. I didn't really think it could have been Ellsworthy. I thought he was all show. Look at him now. No, that can't be human blood. We should get out of here. You don't really think... I think we should go to the police tomorrow and tell them everything we know. Yes. Now, let me walk you home. Make sure You don't like me very much, do you, Luke? I love you like hell. <laughs> but no, I don't think I like you much at all. That's what I thought. Well, you're not exactly what I had in mind, either. I'm old enough to be your father. Uh, no, because I didn't think I'd ever fall in love. Really? Have you? Well, it's hard to tell. I mean, it could just be all the excitement, I suppose. But no. I was so upset when you left today, I couldn't sleep. So, well, that I decided to go out in the dark, through Witch's Meadow, because I had to tell you. Tell me what? Oh, it's quite simple. You win, Luke, that's all. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I think I've given up the idea of being Lady Whitfield. You'll marry me? If you still want me. Why, I wonder? Don't know. When I mean, you say such beastly things to me, I seem to like it. So, what do you think? Well, you'd better open the gates. I think we should both go and talk to Gordon. <laughs> Solved the murder and bagged myself the heroine. Not a bad night's work. And yet, are you really happy, Luke? I don't know. Not particularly.
particularly. I'm sure you'd be happier with a girl like Rose Humbleby. <sighs> On my way back to England, I had this image of the kind of girl I'd like to find. A, a girl like Rose. And then when I saw you, that image broke up, became meaningless and foolish. Do you think you'll ever be happy with me? I'll have to risk it. Yeah. That's what I feel. We'll feel better when it's out in the open. No more sneaking out. What is it, Bridget? Oh, no, no, on the ground. What is it, Luke? Oh, it's the chauffeur, Rivers. He's dead. It's a stone from the gatepost. It's meant to look like the wind blew it down on him, like it was just another accident. It wasn't, though, was it, Luke? Next time I'll be more careful what I wish for. What do you mean? I wanted there to be another murder. Then I'd know who the killer was for sure. But now Rivers is dead and we're no closer to knowing. No. It must be Ellsworthy. You saw the look on his face and the blood on his hands. He's a madman. But why kill Rivers? Why kill any of them? Because he can. Because he'll get away with it. But this will be the last time, Bridget. Now we know for sure who it is. Now we'll get him. I'm frightened, Luke. Yeah, it's over now, Bridget. Don't worry. It's all over. Remarkable. You're serious, Mr Fitzwilliam? Ellsworthy is a dangerous maniac, Dr Thomas. Unfortunately, your local constable is not convinced, but I thought you could back me up, give him your professional opinion. You seriously believe that Rivers was murdered? Well, didn't you see the grains of sand on him? I looked out for them especially after your statement. Well, doesn't that make it clear? The accident was faked. The man was killed by a blow from a sandbag. Well, what if the sandbag got there before he died? What? During the day, somehow. Who can say? He was murdered! So you may insist, but that doesn't make it fact. You don't believe me? Well, it is a rather wild story, you must admit. But he had blood on his hands. Last night I saw him. There was no blood on the body. Why would there be if he was killed by a blow from a sandbag? Well, then he killed someone else as well. What's one more body to him? There may be a perfectly innocent explanation. Look, why don't you humour me enough to, to at least cast a shadow of doubt on the cause of death? Because you haven't got a shadow of proof. You come here claiming to be Miss Pinkerton's nephew, then I... claiming you're writing some crazy book, then it turns out you're just some retired bachelor with nothing better to do than to run around accusing people of murders that never happened. Look, I've explained. I was acting undercover. You've admitted I... you thought I could have been the murderer. Maybe it's you who's mad, Mr Fitzwilliam. I'm going up to London today to see Billy Bones, the Deputy Commissioner. He'll listen to me and he'll order a full investigation. I look forward to it. Well, he's got the right name. A doubting Thomas. It's almost starting to make me doubt myself. Well, your friend at Scotland Yard will know you're telling the truth. They'll be able to arrest Ellsworthy. Not without proof. They can at least do some proper checks. They're bound to find something on him. I just hope he won't find us first. We are rather in the open, telling everyone like this. We'll be safe once Bonesy's on the case. That's what Miss Pinkerton thought. Oh, please be careful, Luke. I'll be watching out for trouble, don't worry. I'll stay with Gordon at the manor, out of Ellsworthy's way. Are you going to tell Gordon? About us? That should be in the open too, you know. Yeah. He'll be annoyed. He doesn't like being annoyed. It upsets him. Just take care of yourself, Bridget. You too. Especially crossing roads. Sounds like you've been busy down there, Fitz. What do you make of the case, Bonesy? It's Ellsworthy, isn't it? Tell me about this girl. 
Bridget? What about her? <laughs> You're blushing. I knew it. Oh, all right, all right. So, well, I like her. But she's engaged to Lord Whitfield. We haven't done anything wrong yet. No, I'm pleased for you. It's just what you need. I need you to look into Ellsworthy for me, find anything that can give us a reason to grill him. We did get a number for the car, the one that ran down your Miss Pinkerton. You did? Well, that that's exactly what we need. Why didn't you tell me before? Some woman spotted it and told another woman she's only just come forward. Have you traced it? It's the wrong number. The woman must have got it wrong. Either the one who saw it or the one who's passed it on. I don't, I don't understand that. How do you know it's wrong? It's the number of Lord Whitfield's car. He was at the House of Lords all day, no question of his car being involved in something like this. What? Unless the chauffeur was taking a break and, and, and Lord Whitfield took it out. My God, that makes sense. That's why Rivers was killed, in case he talked. It's not possible. Now listen, what if it was Lord Whitfield all along? A moment ago, you were convinced it was this Ellsworth. A peer of the realm, the last person you suspect? No wonder Miss Pinkerton was afraid to name him, and Miss Wainfleet. She knows what he's really like. You've got to have something stronger to go on than that, Fitz. I'll get something. It could look like you're trying to get him out of the way for your own reasons. Not if I have proof. I'll get Miss Wainfleet to talk. Told you Rivers would come to a bad end, didn't I tell you, sir? Do you, do you have to work after lunch, Gordon? Mm? Only there's something I want to talk to you about. Oh, I've had a wonderful life. Wonderful. Trust in Providence. That's a secret. You could um, go for a walk, just through the grounds? Or... There is such a thing as divine justice, Bridget. Look at Rivers. He abuses me, and now, look at him, struck down by divine wrath. Well, that's a bit much, Gordon. He hardly deserved to die just for upsetting you. It's always like that. Retribution comes swiftly and terribly, like the children who mocked Elisha. The bears came out and devoured them. Well, I've always thought that was unnecessarily vindictive. Elisha was a great man. No one could be suffered to mock him and live, and no one can mock me and get away with it either. All my enemies are exterminated. Exterminated? That little boy, Tommy, he was mocking me. Not ten days later, he was killed. Then that ruffian, Carter, he abused me. A week later, he was dead. That servant girl, Amy, and Dr. Humbleby, even Mrs. Horton. Anyone who's been rude to me, <laughs> they all die. I... I never thought about it like that. Well, that's how it is. So you'd better stay on the right side of me, Bridget. Now, what was it that you wanted to talk to me about? Miss Wainfleet, I'm sorry to break in on you. I have to ask you a question, a personal one. I, I hope you don't mind. You, you'd better come in. Will you have some tea? No, no, really, thank you. There's, there's, there's no time for that. Oh. Now, out of the way, Wonky Poo, let Mr. Fitzwilliam sit down. Wonky Poo. Now, I want to know why you broke off your engagement to Lord Whitfield all those years ago. Was it really because of your family? Why do you Look, ask? There isn't much time. Will you just tell me, please? Only if you promise never to speak of the matter to Gordon. It's all in the past yes, now. Yes, yes, I promise. I just need to know. I had a little canary. It irritated Gordon. One day... He said, I believe you prefer that bird to me. And I laughed and I said to the canary, of course I do. I love you much more than that silly boy. <laughs> and then he snatched the bird from me and wrung its neck. I was so frightened. Oh, I should have known. 
temper like his. It, it was the feeling that he'd enjoyed it. That's what frightened me. You've known all along, haven't you? It's Lord Whitfield who committed these murders. If I'd known, then I would have spoken out. It was just a fear. And I was fond of him once. I didn't want to believe it, so I pretended to myself that it was just a wicked and monstrous idea on my part. No, no, of course. Uh, have you never been afraid for yourself? Well, I have tried to be careful. I hoped that Gordon would believe I'd never do anything to bring him into danger. I, I did try to warn him. As though I were on his side, I, I hinted to him that I'd noticed how anyone who displeased him soon met with an accident. And what did he say? He seemed pleased. Yes. So you've noticed, he said. He, he quite preened himself. Oh, the man is mad. I'm sure he's not responsible for his acts. They won't hang him, will they? Uh, they'll send him to Broadmoor, most likely. But they won't do anything unless I can get a confession. He's too clever to incriminate himself. He's more cunning than you can imagine. Well, I'm forewarned and forearmed. Oh. And I'm a good shot if I have to be. Men have courage, but they are more easily deceived than women. This could be what he wants. What do you mean? You could have an accident with your own gun. He'd, he'd get away with it, too. I have to try, Miss Wainfleet. Oh. It could be Bridget next if she upsets him. Bridget knows how to keep him happy. She's going to break off the engagement. She promised to wait till I got back, but if she said anything, he mightn't forgive her like he did you. You're right, Miss Wainfleet. Yes, yes, I don't. No, no, you don't look well. No, I'm just worried for Bridget. We have to get her away from him before it's too late. Yes, yes. I'm going to the manor house right now. I'll come now. with you. We can bring her back here and keep her safe while you fetch the police. Bridget, uh, we were coming to find you. It's Gordon. He's the killer. Yes, yes, Miss Wainfleet told me. Gosh, we thought you were in danger. Did you tell him about us? Well, I was about to, and then he told me, and they all die. So I had to make an excuse to run away as fast oh, as I... It's all right, it's all right. Oh. You're safe now. Come inside. Oh, goodness. Thank God. There now. Now sit yourself down. What if he comes here? No, he, he won't. I'm going to go there. Keep him busy till Billy's men arrive. I'll call him on the way to the manor. Bridget, you stay here with Miss Wainfleet. Oh. She'll look after yes. you. Yes. But what if Gordon tries to hurt you? I can handle him. Don't worry, Miss Wainfleet. Can you get us some tea or something? Oh, of course, my dear. I won't be a tick. Oh, but I don't like tea, unless it's a G and tea. Give it to the cat. <laughs> I just wanted a moment alone with you. Come oh. here. Come here. It'll be all right now. I promise. It's just so hard to believe. All those people. Gordon. I know, I know. It makes perfect sense, though, doesn't it? He had a grudge against every one of those people. Motivation and opportunity. Even Mrs Horton. The Major told me he'd sent a basket of fruit when she was recovering, and all of a sudden she relapsed and died. Well, I knew she'd been bad-mouthing him. Well, I thought it was so good of him to rise above it. You said it yourself. He's a man who's still a child, who strikes out at those who cross him. I, it all fits, I know. And I saw the look on his face, but still, so hard to believe he'd really do it. Well, maybe that's because you love him, in no, a way. I, not in the way I love you. Look, he killed Miss Wainfleet's canary, and she still held back from saying anything, because she loved him once, and that blinded her. You should talk to Miss Wainfleet, then you'll see. Oh, can't you stay with us? Let the police go after Gordon. No, 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 we can't wait. He's realised you've gone, that we're on to him. Who knows what he could do? I need to be there, keep him talking till the police arrive. All right. Tea's ready, dear. Oh. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Miss Wainfleet. Uh, I'll see you both soon. Real lapsang souchon. Um, I don't 
don't suppose you have any cake, do you? Cake? Yeah, let me see. You might be in luck, oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, do you like tea, Wonky Poo? Yeah. Real lapsang souchon. Here, quickly, before she comes back. Fitzwilliam, what are you doing here? I've come to see you, Lord Whitfield. Well, have you seen Bridget? Damn girl's disappeared. But it's safe away from you. What the devil is that supposed to mean? She's my fiancée. Not anymore. Hmm? I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Bridget and I are going to get married. There's nothing to be done about it but tell the truth. No, there's nothing to be done about it. It's too late. What do you mean? Ask Honoria Wainfleet. She knows what happens. She spoke to me once about it. Spoke to you about what? What happens, Lord Whitfield, to the people who cross you? Good girl. Well, you are thirsty. Doesn't she feed you? Oh, she, 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 she's coming back. Don't tell. Shock bought, I'm ashamed to say. I've been so busy of late. Would you like some more tea to go with it? No, thank you, Miss Wainfleet. And I'm sorry to put you out, but I don't think I can eat anything after all. Um, not till Luke comes back. Oh, you poor dear. You look so pale. <sighs> Maybe we should go for a walk, take your mind off things. Yes, yes, that would be good. We could go over to the manor, make sure he's all right. Oh, let's just get some fresh air, see where we end up. Yeah. I think Wonky Poo wants to go out too. Isn't huh? Oh. Oh, let's leave him napping, poor old thing. He's probably been up all night catching mice. <laughs> evil does not go unpunished. There must be justice. We're not the ones who've done something evil. I'm sorry, because I am fond of Bridget. In a way, I'm sorry for you both. Is that a threat? No, my dear fellow, I've no feeling in the matter. I can't stop justice from happening. Nothing is going to happen to Bridget or to me. Don't even try to attempt it. It's nothing to do with me. I'm only the instrument of a higher power. <laughs> Anyone who goes against me pays the penalty. That may have been the case up until now, but things are about to change. I've been very patient, Fitzwilliam. Don't strain my patience too far. The game's up, Whitfield. The police are on their way. You might as well confess, and I might be able to help you Broadmoor instead of the noose. <laughs> the police? Broadmoor? I don't know what you're talking about. You might well be mad, thinking you're the instrument of a higher power, but it was still your hands that did it, that pushed Tommy Pierce from the window ledge, that poisoned Amy Gibbs, that drove the car which killed Lavinia Pinkerton. Is this how you turn Bridget against me, making out I'm what? Some kind of homicidal maniac? I have never heard anything so ridiculous. Miss Pinkerton didn't think it was so ridiculous. Hmm? She took a special trip to Scotland Yard to tell them, and you killed her before she could. <laughs> Miss Wainfleet knows the truth, too. She knows what you're capable of. You killed a canary, and you've killed who knows how many people since, thinking you'll get away with it because of providence or whatever you call it. You don't know what you're talking about, man. I didn't kill the canary. She did. What? Honoria! That's why I broke off the engagement. You broke it off, but she said... That's a beautiful scarf. It's quite perfect. Uh, Gordon bought it for me. Ah, He bought one for me once. He bought me these gloves, too. 
Now, why do you walk through the fields in gloves? What's that? Hmm? Oh, it's just a line from a poem I remembered. Ah. Oh, why do you walk through the fields in gloves? Oh, something, something, woman who nobody loves. Oh. Not a very nice poem. It's not about you. It's just, it's just a rather hot day to be wearing gloves. Midsummer's day in witch's meadow. Yeah, quite beautiful. You're very sleepy, dear, aren't you? Sorry, Miss Wainfleet? You're really sleepy, aren't you? Oh. Y yeah, yes. Y yes, yes, I think I am. <sighs> I can't remember when I felt so sleepy. Oh, it's the hot weather. Why don't you sit down? Yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. Yes, your cat was sleepy too went out like a light. Let me take off your scarf, my dear, make you more comfortable. Honoria had a canary, that much is true. She was very fond of it. It used to take sugar from her lips. One day it pecked her violently. She was angry and she picked it up. She wrung its neck. Right in front of me, I was horrified. I... I couldn't feel the same after that. I told her I, I thought we both made a mistake. It can't be her. Miss Pinkerton said it was a man. Lavinia? What has she got to do with it? She knew who it was. She told me on the train. Not the killer's name, but I, I'm sure she said it was a man. Well, what exactly did she say? Well, she was talking about the Abercrombie case, and then she mentioned the look on his face before... Oh, God. What if she was talking about Abercrombie, the, the look on his face... And then when she talked about the killer here, I just assumed, because I was thinking about Abercrombie, but she never said... So, uh, she could have meant Honoria. It isn't possible, is it? Little old Miss Wainfleet. The last person you suspect. They saw a lot of each other. If anyone had noticed the look on her face, it would have been Lavinia. The look on her face. Earlier, when I mentioned Bridget breaking off your engagement... Well, I thought it was just shock or fear for Bridget, but what if... Where is Bridget? Miss Wainfleet's house. We'll take my car. Come on. Rest. Yes, yes, I really yes. must rest. I've hated you, you know, for a very long time. Ever since you set your sights on Gordon. It's fitting, really, that you should end up as the crowning proof against him. Oh, I, I shall tell Mr. Fitzwilliam you ran after him. Gordon could have accosted you on the way, before he's found back at the manor. You'll be found here, strangled with the scarf Gordon got you. No one will ever think to test for the drugs in your system. The drugs? In your tea. Do you understand now? No, no, I, d I don't. I'm... If you love Gordon, why are you trying to frame me? Oh, of course you don't understand. You're not as clever as me. I always had brains, but they wouldn't let me do anything. I'd stay at home and do nothing. Then Gordon. He was just a common bootmaker's son, but I knew he'd rise in the world, and I helped him. And he jilted me. Jilted me? I swear. Or I'd pay him out for that, and I used to think about it night after night. And then we lost our money. And he came back to the village so rich, so patronising. It's a good job I had breeding. 
I knew never to show my true feelings. And all the time I was thinking if I could just kill him. Then I read up on criminology. I found a way to do it. If they thought he was the murderer, they'd hang him for me. <laughs> I just waited till Gordon fell out with someone. Then I did it. Didn't have long to wait. That Horton woman. I sat by her bed, slipped the arsenic in her tea and made sure I told the nurse how she complained of the bitter taste of Lord Whitfield's grapes. <laughs> oh, they didn't pick up on it then, but they would have done when they looked back, when enough people had died. Oh, Carter was easy. Lurching back in the fog. That stupid little Tommy Pierce. The shove was enough. I told you, I read a lot. The door of Amy's room. Turning the key in the lock from the outside with pincers. After I changed the bottles by her bed. How she snored, that girl. It was most unladylike. And it was so easy. <laughs> I enjoyed it. And Gordon was such a fool. I made him believe there was something so special about him. Poor dear God, he believe anything. Honoria, open this door! Stand back, man. Bridget? Bridget! Are we too late? Too late to save the cat. Look. Oh, at least you didn't break the poor thing's neck. We'll have to find Bridget. He could be anywhere. Not anywhere. Somewhere safe, where no one would see. I knew it couldn't be Gordon. Deep down, I knew <laughs> he wouldn't hurt anyone. But you, you, what are you doing with my scarf? Dr. Humbleby was a difficult one. But I managed to clumsily catch his hand with my scissors and insisted on bandaging him up. He didn't know the dressing had been infected first from wonky Pooh's ear. Of course, it might not have worked, but I was delighted when it did. Especially as Wonky Pooh had been Lavinia's cat. It seemed fitting somehow. As Miss Pinkerton knew it was you. She caught me looking at Dr. Humbleby when he was arguing with Gordon about the reservoir. And I gave myself away. Oh, I saw that she knew. She couldn't prove anything at all, but I was afraid someone might believe her. I followed her. To Scotland Yard. I was on the same train. I waited for that irritating Mr. Fitzwilliam to leave her, and then it was quite simple. I gave her a push right in front of the car. And then, as everyone gathered round, I told the woman next to me I'd seen the number of Gordon's rolls. <laughs> I hoped it would get back to the police. It took a while, but finally it worked. It's odd how difficult it's been to make anyone suspect Gordon. Your Mr. Fitzwilliam is ever so slow. But after River's death, and now yours... Here, let me put your scarf back on a little tighter. No, please. Let All go. my life I've had nothing, nothing at all. No. I said let go! Oh. Oh. No, you're not as clever as you think. I didn't drink your rotten tea. I am clever and I am strong. Look, isn't here, my dear. No one can hear you. Are you all right? You could have shot me. 
<laughs> You're safe now. <coughs> you said that before. Seems I had the wrong man. All the wrong men. Me? She wanted to get me convicted as a murderer? It wasn't Providence that killed Tommy Pierce and all the rest of them. It was Honoria. She wanted to make you look like a killer. Instead, she made me one. But you won't hang for it, Fitz. You're a hero. Here, Billy. Have my gun. I've retired for good now. Lucky man. Do you want to lift back to London, or will you be staying down here? I believe he'll be staying. Are you sure, Gordon? Um, we can go away, if that's easier. We did treat you shamefully. Mm. Not telling you about us. Not to mention accusing me of mass murder here in my own home. Well, I have no excuse for that, I'm sorry. Except that Miss Pinkerton was right. It really was the last person anyone would suspect. And you were the second to last, if that's any consolation. <laughs> I really couldn't believe it was you. And that's why I kept my guard up with Miss Wainfleet, pretending her plan to poison me was working. Thank heavens you had the nouse, Bridget. Yeah, Miss Wainfleet did say women are better at deception. Anyone can commit murder. Maiden aunt, archbishop or schoolgirl. <laughs> That's why it's so damned hard to solve. But you did it, Fitz, in the end. Do you think you can forgive us, Gordon? I realise the truth now. I'm a busy man. I neglected you, but what could I do? I carry a big responsibility. I must carry it alone. Mm. No companionship, no easing of the burden till I drop by the wayside. No retirement for you then, sir. Far from it. I'm thinking of doing a series of articles... Crimes committed by women through the ages. I could give you a few pointers, if you like. Well, no time like the present. Uh, would you excuse us, Bridget, uh, Mr no. Fitzwilliam? Uh. You look happy at last. I am. But we don't have to stay if you don't want to. Oh, I think the wickedness has gone from Witchwood. Except for Ellsworthy. What was that blood on his hands? It sacrificed a white cock. How disgusting. Mm. Bones is going to have a little word with him. That'll be the end of the ceremonies in Witch's Meadow. Gordon's reservoir will be built here by next year. Yeah, I saw the plans. It's not such a bad idea after all. This will be history. Or you could write a book about it. I'm not interested in history. I'm only interested in what happens next. Oh. What happens next, Mr Fitzwilliam? Close your eyes, Mrs Fitzwilliam. <laughs> 